Welcome back to the RKH podcast. I hope you're all doing well. So today I want to talk about inherited trauma and the role that that plays in our lives. And what I mean by that is how does what our parents went through and grandparents went through and what we go through either perpetuate trauma, condition us, or how have we got these as a part of our personality due to maybe what wasn't done to help ourselves or maybe our parents didn't have the tools to help themselves or our grandparents etc and so on my instagram the rkh i just put up a post about parents stopping these habits will help you and your child have a healthier relationship and so i talked about um doing things to make them look good or happy to get married and to have kids because they're worried not to do things with your body because they think it doesn't look good punishing grandchildren so it could be your children due to decisions or boundaries that you have put in effect because you feel safer or just generally when you have um, a problem or a concern between the two of you not passing that on to uh, the grandchild as a way to perpetuate trauma, um, lying for them, reverse parenting, and so many other examples. But those are some main ones that came up to uh, to my mind, I was going to say, that came up to me and I wanted to talk a little bit more about that because honestly this is something that we're not taught in school um, people may be taught it now or the counselors in school will likely be addressing these sort of topics but you know this wasn't in personal planning 10 when I was in high school um, that would have been you know grade 10 I don't know 15 16 years ago um that's wild (laughs) to even think about that so it is about time that parents understand that children of theirs that are now adults do not have the obligation to carry their trauma let's say do not have the obligation to hold on to the resentments that parents have as a way to help a parent feel safe. So of course there are choices that you may make jointly as a family if you're all on board or if you know one of you wants or one of you has a concern and and you know there's no cookie cutter mold example of this. It's the it's what you expect others to do for you in order to validate your feelings and so it's acknowledging that everybody has their own feelings about scenarios and that unfortunately at times for you or it's just uh, understanding right that they may not align with what you have to say they may not align with your viewpoint on it and I'm not saying I'm better than everybody else. This is something that I have started to see more and more as days go on with clients, with friends and family, because I'm continued on my path as a light worker um, and ascending. And so I'm being 
met with obstacles or lessons along the way, which is helping me heal different aspects about myself, different places of my soul and fragments of my soul that have been conditioned. And so when I start bringing those back and I start reflecting on it, I'm able to see those things in other individuals and that can be difficult because um, of the spiritual work that I do and trying to maintain a I don't want to say a level head um, but trying to detach from the process of others and so I like to put out the work that I do in the podcast or um, the readings that I do in infographics so people can feel understood and know that hey there's someone out there that's been through this that acknowledges it and has come from like has come out on the other side of this and so it is really important for all of us to take accountability in our own healing and so when that trauma gets perpetuated from previous generations so trauma can last seven back seven generations back seven generations forward and when we heal ourselves, we actually heal our ancestors we heal our parents we can heal our siblings and that's because the magnetic frequency of our energy helps heal them through our consciousness and so we are putting light into the planet and by putting that light into that planet you are sending that healing energy and they can pick up on that they're not energy vampiring off you or leeching they are taking that as a nice soft blanket of light to stand up for themselves and so when you do that as i said that frequency is picked up by those around you and so within you you have another two generations so you have yourself and you have your seed inside your womb and then your seed has a seed of your grandchild and so that's how you can associate the seven generations and so that's because it's like your grandma is carrying trauma from her mom right and so when your grandma was alive she had that trauma she had her the seed of your parent the seed doesn't have to just be mom right but that link is a lot more at times and under and under specific areas of life let's say so your um yeah, she carried, let's say, your mom, and then she carried you, right? And so then when you were born, you got that conditioning, and then you carry those other generations within you. And then while you heal yourself, even if you haven't given birth, or while you are um, a 3D physical parent already, that healing energy transmutes and transmits and seeps into those around you and so because you're going to set healthy boundaries you are going to be able to give your child let's say the space to make their own choices because you've healed certain insecurities and I do sometimes tell clients that you know you may well not may you do not have a this is going to sound insensitive you do not have a child or this is my opinion as a light worker let's just say that you do not have a child yet because it's not the right time right and it's really difficult because many people have gone through so many treatments so much 
um, you know, so many injections and doctors and specialist appointments in order to conceive. Um, and unfortunately, at times, there are lessons to learn along the way, boundaries to set and create along the way. And that is because your or even through that process of conceiving, there's something you are meant to learn. So you can, let's say, teach others. You can be an advocate for others, something that's a part of your life purpose. And so that becomes easier to see and easier to, um, let's say, acknowledge and eventually, you know, with love and light, hopefully accept um, as you have achieved certain destinations and goals along the way. And so you are always vibrating with your soul baby and your spirit baby and they know when they want to come into earth and they also know the environment they want to come into and so when they have um or when they see resistance in your vibration or they think that there are some life events that they would like their parent or parents to go through then they will hold off on coming and sometimes a spirit baby um, will reincarnate from a past life or if unfortunately you've had a miscarriage or a stillbirth um, you may then have that child come again and so spirit wants you to know that that is always guided and it's very difficult to go through that healing journey and process but you are always going to be met with positivity um, when you see the lessons beyond it which again are so hard when you are naturally as a 3d individual consumed with the emotions right okay, so continuing on with that conversation so the the perpetuation of the trauma and cutting it off is very intentional i feel in those lives of individuals that are consciously making the choice to cut it off um in this day and age and it's really a privilege to do that especially when you come from cultured backgrounds or racialized backgrounds BIPOC individuals that are taught to not have opinions <laughs> and then teaching yourself to have those opinions and continuing on with the the healing of that when you have parents or grandparents or friends and family and cousins and siblings that don't understand what it means to decondition and and it's also also the acceptance piece of knowing that some people may not understand and deciding to do that anyway deciding to make that change to process heal and not take that on and so as i was saying this continued healing path and journey as a light worker has been interesting because I can see where I want to put my energy and at times it comes across as harsh but it's being in the same vibration frequency or energetic bubble and space as those that understand your healing so not having to over explain that you want to set that boundary because it's healthier for you right and when you set that boundary and you learn to say no or enough 
that is the shift in vibration to really help you um, on the journey of preserving those parts of your soul um, and also clearing past life karma and trauma that you have chosen in this reincarnation to heal and so it's you know your soul has chosen a path has chosen for you to go through certain lessons and as 3d individuals we can continue to um play on that <laughs> continue to go and repeat the cycles and it is accepting that some people in our life more particularly our parents and grandparents may never choose to not partake in that trauma bond or karma and so it's like a ferris wheel that you used to go around and round and round and like you go you get back to the bottom and you're like can i just go around again and like eventually some people get sick and then they get off or some people like i just want to go around once right it's very much that cycle and it's understanding that even though these individuals have different perspectives of their lives or they enjoy the comfort of sitting on the ferris wheel even with the ups and downs the rocking of the carriage they don't understand or really have the tools to be able to move back and look at the differences that they want um because they didn't know that it's possible and they don't know it's possible and they may never feel that they have the opportunity and when more people are conscious of these boundaries they are able to sit and um one second and ask themselves questions about why and this is where some healthy reverse parenting can come in because when you no, let me rephrase sometimes and when you have parents that have chosen to become more conscious or aligned you can tell them why making a certain decision is better you can explain it in terms of a life situation that you're going through or you can say hey you can make a different decision and this is how it's going to help you right and so if they if they understand that they can make a different decision then they'll probably want to make a different decision or they'll see the ways in which they can do that by having your assistance and that's a part of the privilege of being here on planet earth at this day and age and having the tools and i had said on my infographic the privilege of making a different decision because when you have that inherited trauma or things that have come from past generations, you are holding on to the beliefs that they grew up with, right? What they thought was going to be the be all end all. And this is how life is. This is the karma. This is how we have to associate with our individuality or not associate with our individu individuality based on our gender based on the roles right and so for those that are Punjabi and listening it's like the parents that grew up in a really strict household they were 
taught that, oh, you're supposed to stay out, stay at home and do all of these things. And that's the way that you're going to be a successful woman and wife and mom. And so they've been trained their whole lives to believe that, right? It takes, I don't want to say a strong soul, but a very conscious shift in mindset or a life experience to say that's not all there is to me and sometimes they won't make that decision they can also learn that through you by the actions that you take or by giving you more opportunity but the thing is that is is that they may resent you for making certain decisions um, and that's where those boundaries have to come in and a lot of the time the, a lot of the times they end up understanding and sometimes they don't and so it's kind of like taking a step back and assessing like where it's worth it to exert and give your energy right where it's going to be valued where you're going to be heard and where you have that educational opening so where you can really say hey let's do things differently this time let's make sure that we don't continue to repeat these patterns and we can stop it now because that gaslighting and guilt tripping and um and like regret that parents had from the past can play into the future right and they may try to hold you back energetically with them and it becomes an unintentional and unconscious energy vampire situation where they're like no don't move forward no don't set healthy boundaries you have to stay back here with me and that's because their inner child doesn't know how to set those boundaries and so it all comes back to that trauma and what they're really not able to um, understand about themselves on a deeper level at this particular moment and sometimes they will not understand sometimes they'll continue as I said on those patterns forever until they until they die sometimes and that's really unfortunate and sad to to think that you know what people in my life may just continue to live the way that they're living because that's what feels good to them that is their comfort zone they're not gonna change they don't want to change their soul has not chosen it and then we say bye <laughs> and then we say all right well that sounds great but i'm gonna move forward with my life thank you namaste <laughs> Um, and then you're met with that uh, the resistance and the guilt as well and again a lot of this happens in friend circles and in like with cousins and siblings because all of you grew up together and a lot of you grew up with the same conditioning and then when somebody breaks out of that conditioning it's like oh they're different oh 
oh my god they don't care about the same things i can't complain about the same things oh they're not feeding into my excuses and allowing me to continue to be a martyr you're like mm, yeah i don't want to play into that anymore and that can cause a rift but a lot of the times if somebody is conscious or has respect for you they're going to understand that boundary and so th this dissipation of a relationship or the push and pull dynamic that i often talk about with clients is it can be temporary or it can be permanent right and so when it's temporary it's you have that like periodic shift right that periodic um being on different wavelengths uh i, I think that made sense but you know, you can be on different wavelengths for a short period of time, or it can be something for a long period of time or forever. And a hard part, the part of growth, especially at the beginning, is acknowledging and understanding that as we grow and ascend and become conscious, our circle changes. There's really no other way about it but for our circle to change. Because if your environment is not changing, then um, you'll, you are not healing right and so i sit down with guidance clients and i say all right let's talk about like the relationship let's talk about the parent dynamic the friend dynamic and it comes back to but why isn't this person doing x why isn't this person changing that and i talked about this on my story earlier and if um on the rkh and if you didn't catch it it's in my human design highlight reel but i talked about how conditioning plays a role in our life and so if you want your own human design reading you can get that off the rkh website so we look at your specific conditioning that you were literally born with like your soul chose this conditioning for you to learn through and so in human design we have personality and design the difference being that part of our personality is conscious right our personality is conscious and our design can be more subconscious and as we start to heal we learn about our subconscious which is our conditioning and then we reverse it right and so how we do that is by learning through experiences more often than not through other people depending on your design and personality as well as what we're meant to learn in the world and so when we see that everybody's choices have to do with them and don't have to do with us that means that we're able to grow and so i have a question here it says when you said that a soul chooses certain lessons is that due to last karma or past karma like you've hurt them before so now they are hurting you can you elaborate please that that is a very good question and that is very aligned with what i'm talking about so all of us have past life karma if we've been in if we've incarnated in a life before which a lot of you and, and i'm not guessing a lot of you everyone probably that follows me on whatever account has been here in a past life and so when you reincarnate you bring in oh oh yeah i need to write this down because this is a podcast episode i'm going to do and i just don't want to forget about it i want to talk about how energy just transmutes through 3d um, people your energy doesn't die and so think about it this way your energy is fluid it's continuing to go like this right 
when you die sorry you can hear that in the background of my podcast but when you die your energy doesn't die your energy continues to go like this right and i'm making a wave on camera right now so your energy goes up and down like a heartbeat frequency and so your physical person croaks and then your energy is around and then they see an opening in a womb space and they're like I want to go to that person because that person's going to hold my energy and within your energy are is everything you've gone through in a past life and so you can continue to reincarnate um, until you've learned certain lessons or you will continue to go through those certain lessons in um, like in one incarnation, let's say you're 25 old, 25 years old, right? You could continue to go through that same lesson for 20 years of your life until you learn to do it differently. So let's say toxic relationships, for example, because you're conditioned to believe that love should hurt or if you grew up watching unhealthy relationship dynamics, it's like, oh yeah, that's how it's meant to be, right? And so you soak that in and it's up to you to get out of that and to learn the ways to disassociate. And some people don't do that. And so sometimes we, you know, that karma can be both ways. So let's say you have a past life relationship with someone and you hurt them in a past life. And maybe your karma in this life is to meet them again as another physical being to relive that experience, except they do it to you. And so some of those situations can feel eerily familiar when you're going through it like oh i felt like i've been here before it's because your soul and your energy has been in that situation before it's just that this physical body hasn't but eckhart totally talks about the pain body and the pain body is something that is triggered within you and so when that gets triggered and activated it's about asking yourself why it's not about running away from it because you feel anxiety and that trauma and that karma can also be through a reincarnation or the intergenerational stuff that I was talking about earlier. And so this is really significant in the twin flame dynamic because there is so much karma from past lives that play out and you kind of end up doing the same thing in that like, so it's like my twin and I, are doing like opposite things to one another or have you know what I mean like to continue the trigger and ascension and so that's really funny because it's like okay like this feels eerily familiar and I'm like I remember something from a past life it's like oh yeah right okay and you can continue to go through that that's like a hyper example of it but definitely you can um choose to heal that part of your soul in this specific 3d life or if you don't clear it, you could come back again and go through that lesson. My belief is that the earlier you learn it or the earlier you clear it, the next life, you're going to learn that lesson easier. And so an example is, let's say like your grandpa had a drinking problem, your um, dad had a drinking problem, and then you have a drinking problem. This is really common in um, Punjabi households. I know in indigenous households. And so it's like the their alcoholism, that disease, it's a disease, right? That has they have to be breaking out of that karma. Um, that 
that alcoholism, which will come from worthiness and unable to speak about their concerns. And so they internalize and the way to numb themselves is to drink um, because they don't feel safe. They don't feel comfortable. They don't feel heard, especially, especially men um, or cis men that have been conditioned to not talk about themselves. So let's say your grandfather drank from age 40 to when he passed. Your dad may drink from age 20 to 50. You may drink from age like 18 to 30, right? Like that karma also clears earlier. And I, I do believe that when you come into a new life on 3D Earth, you you will heal that lesson a bit faster another question is how can you work through your past karma so so when i talk about you're gonna have that eerie feeling it's you're gonna have that knowing that you've been here in a past life right you're gonna have that click moment to be like oh yeah i i know i need to work through this right if you're healed enough or your subconscious is clear enough to not um you're not subconscious is clear enough you haven't your conscious self is online enough to understand that this is something you need to fix right um you're going to be able to work through it and how you do that is making really difficult decisions to change and the purpose of my post was to to tell any generation really this wasn't even intentionally like targeted at the older generation it's just going to resonate more for them it could even be you know parents that are around my age or a little bit earlier you know like or, or older <laughs> i'm 30 so it could be you know parents that are in their 40s or mid 30s or 50s that are um more privileged or have learned why they need to decondition so it's um understanding that only like you have the control over fixing that nobody else has the control over fixing that you can ha have um help you can seek help and resources and go to therapy or clients come to me um just me or sometimes i'll go to therapy as well um you see a doctor if you need to take medication for a short period of time doing that right it's like helping yourself in ways that um are in your control and then working through it and the i don't want to say there's a frustration but usually clients will become out of alignment with me and will kind of fall off when they can't stop their pattern so it's either they're just going to continue in that pattern it's like an addiction or they're gonna come back when they have their light bulb click moment. And so let's say you're in a toxic relationship or your partner is partaking in toxic behavior and you want them to change. I mean, all you can do is work on yourself. And so let's come back to the alcoholism as, alcoholism as example. <laughs> um, your, let's say your partner has a drinking problem and addiction, right? And you don't like that. You don't like that, right? You can choose to stay if you want, continue to work on yourself. And, you know, if you're not in harm's way, God forbid, you, you know, you're still safe and you want to stay that, that's great. You can give the support, but you have to work on yourself. No amount of telling your partner, I want you to stop drinking is going to have them stop dr drinking because they need to be able to understand 
why they are drinking in the first place, what the trauma is to be able to have that click moment to do the work, right? And it's like you you can't really send someone to rehab unless they want to go. It's just counterproductive. Like they're going to go and they're going to think that it's the right thing or it's going to fix their marriage. But if they're not doing it because they feel that it's a change that needs to be made, at times and majority of the time is going to revert back, right? Because they need they need to be able to understand the reasons and like reasons why they're doing it to fix it. And so the way that you can also clear your past life karma through those situations is by not participating in it, is by taking a step back, taking control of your life and allowing yourself to be happy. And we as 3D people get really consumed in the emotions of the relationships, which is just natural. That's why we're here on 3D Earth to feel, right? Um, But it gets to be hard when our emotions are really impacted by the decisions of others. And so we can continue to play that karma out if we hold on to it and want people in our environment to change with us. But you have outgrown that environment. So you need to seek something else, right? And ways to do that is asking spirit to show you the way. And unfortunately, sometimes cutting out the relationships, the places, the things, the jobs, the habits, scenarios locations right like that are just not serving you anymore so when you start to see that and sometimes you can see it in your dream space that can be triggering because you're like oh i don't want to let go about that oh i don't want to do that oh no 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 that's so uncomfortable and the thing is is that true growth comes from being uncomfortable putting yourself in those situations and choosing yourself first right so on that note i'm going to end the podcast i hope that this was helpful as always if you have any scenarios or any situations you want me to talk about leave them in my inbox send me a message or an email and we'll get to it all right sending you love and light bye